Mama, a word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. We love mamas. We love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in your closet. Because we have them too. We know that moms need moms. That's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and your sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. We want you to know that motherhood is important. Motherhood is valuable. The work you do each day matters. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the the mamahood. Welcome back to another episode of the Mamahood Podcast. I'm Erin Bay, joined by a very special guest today. Oh boy. A man. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> <laughs> a man, you see. Yes, I'm joined by my husband, Dallin. I love that you had to look at your notes to know who I was. <laughs> I'm looking down to see what your name is. Is it, is it, is it Dalen? It's a strange, it's a strange name. It's, yes. Is it? It's Dallin. Am Dallin. I saying it right? Yes. Okay. Dallin. Okay. Good. We got it. Mm-hmm. Dallin Draube. I. It's a strange last name. Anyone <laughs> that has it, I feel bad for them. So. <laughs> um. I thought it would be really fun to bring Dallin on for this Christmas episode. We had a lot of requests for a Christmas episode, and I love Christmassy things, and so I thought it'd be fun to bring Dallin on. Um, because I think it'd be fun for him and I to talk through some of our favorite Christmas traditions that we do as a family and the why behind them. Um, and then at the end, we'll just share some fun, a few, like two or three gift ideas. Um, and yeah. What do you think about that? Sounds fun to me. Do I have to, am I obligated to say I love that? (laughs) (laughs) Everything I say, you have to respond with. I love that. I love that. You know, I feel like I'm the biggest (laughs) fan because I listen to every episode and edit all of these. So I'm a part of the journey. He is the biggest. He is our number one listener. I am. I've listened listened to hours and hours. It's a great show. I feel honored to be here. He has heard all of the bloopers. The ups and downs. The the happies and the sads. (laughs) Dallin knows me and Obs and Eden and Rochelle and all of us better than we know ourselves. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) And Natalie. Yep, he hears he hears it all. Okay. Let's just let's just dive right in. Let's dive right in. I love that. (laughs) Okay. Um, well, let's just chat about some of these traditions that we've incorporated these Deal. christmas ones can you throw some like jingle bell sounds onto this episode like this yes here's some jingle bell sounds so that it sounds all christmasy and festive now it's christmas if there's jingle bells it's christmas now <laughs> yes um so okay i wrote down a few little a few little traditions okay that we celebrate for our outline and if you want to add some feel free i Um, i think this is going to be great i think it's funny because when we started both of us podcasts from ages ago together we talked very much against one of our main traditions that we now do mm -hmm. (laughs) for christmas we did so maybe it's smart to get ahead of that we did we we and even on this podcast, mm. I've been pretty anti-Santa in so the past. Um, that was before I had children who could talk. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk a little bit. Um, I want to give a disclaimer for moms, though, really quick to put some earphones in uh. or um, to to listen to this when they're alone yeah um if there's a little believer ears listening this will probably not be a good section for you we used to not hear the bell ringing from the polar express and now we do that's what we've been (laughs) talking about (laughs) for 
any kids in the car. Yep. Yep. Uh, Okay. So that was your chance. Fair warning. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about our little, our, our little journey with Santa. Originally, um, like when we first got married, we were always like, no, we're not going to have Santa. We're just going to have all the presents be from us. And we'll just, if Santa can just be like a fairy tale and we don't want it to be about Santa. So how is it that we ended up here where we do, our children do believe in Santa and we do incorporate Santa into Christmas. He's not obviously the full reason for Christmas for us still, but we, we do, we have our kids believe in Santa. They get a present from Santa and how did we end up here? Well, I think because children don't see seven wonders of the world, they see seven billion because Mm -hmm. every single thing on the planet is magical to a child. And I think there's a lot of fun in, in watching them, um, experience the world and have fun pretending and being excited to meet their characters. I think Disneyland kind of did it when they met Pooh Bear and Mickey for the first time when they were kids thought, man, I can't deprive them of what I experienced as a child. I'm not about to child. jump in and be like, that's not the real Winnie the Pooh. Well, I just wanted to let you know that Pooh Bear, <laughs> he's fake right there. Yeah, no, you don't want to take that away. I, I think I think just because, I don't know, I think it's still magic even if you know how it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that's the thing that changed for me that, like, I felt the metamorphosis happen is that, I I realize that it's okay for kids to believe in Santa because adults believe in childhood, uh-huh. right? Yeah. That's what I started to believe in was like my childhood with that was so fun. I am not damaged because of that. I actually think of those times and I have a fond memory and feel the same magic that I did in childhood. That's what I believe in, right? Mm-hmm. And so I I don't know. I I feel like that's the beginnings of the change. It is interesting, and I do want to just give, like, validation if you're not doing Santa in your home, totally fine, because I can totally see, um, I can see why, um, but maybe our experience is just something to listen to, but, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of skip past and move on with your life and do it the way you want to do it, but, um, I, I think one of the main reasons why we used to say we didn't, we didn't want to do it is because we'd be like, well, we don't want to like sit there and like lie to our kids, Mm -hmm. right? We don't want our kids to like not trust us. And I think that for us, we learned that that was silly because like I have a fondness for my parents for what they did to try and make Christmas magic special. I don't look back at Santa and think like my parents are liars, you know? And I think we also just like what you're bringing up with Disneyland. Like we started realizing that there was actually a lot of value in our kids having a big imagination Mm -hmm. and allowing them to believe our kids don't just believe in Santa. They believe in Mickey Mouse. They believe in princesses. They believe in fairies. They believe in, um, lots of things that aren't real right now. And I feel like that's like an essential part of being a kid. Yeah, well, I mean, this year they <laughs> they feel like Santa Claus visits Disneyland before <laughs> he yeah. goes to the North Pole. I mean, we've fully we've it, we've had a full dive in, but again, I think it's because of my belief in childhood and how magical that time is. And I think a part of becoming an adult and having children is you start to have these feelings of like, man, there's so much I didn't realize about adulthood, and I want to prepare my kids for this and whatever, but. I, I just lost sight early on with our kids early that uh, I lost sight of how beneficial it was for me to have a magical time in my life that I could just have fun believing in things. And yeah. there's nothing for me personally, and again, this isn't for everyone, but for me personally, there's nothing like the feeling of watching them come out on Christmas morning to the magic of Santa showed up mm-hmm. or Christmas Eve when mm-hmm. we we always ring bells on a Bluetooth speaker in the distance. And that's in last year, just like took off running as fast as he could to his bed. He was so excited. I don't know. The joy that they get from that Mm -hmm. is just, you can't, you can't replicate it. It's amazing. I thoroughly stand by, and I never thought I would say this when I was a kid, but Christmas is way more fun as a parent of little kids than it was as a kid. It's so much more fun to create it. Um, and you don't have to like 
buy a million super expensive gifts. Like our kids really only get one gift from Santa and the rest are from us. But it's still just that feeling of like, I asked Santa Claus for this gift and it's here and put the letter in the mail. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's even if that gift is a book or something, you know, like it's just, it's really fun to create that magic for them. Um, something else that we kind of hit on a little bit is over the past couple of years, I've done more diving into like my family history and, um, traditions. Like both of us have gotten really interested in like kind of hailing back to like some more traditional old ways of doing things. I think you, you became a full Scandinavian woman and I (laughs) embraced the turn of the century rancher. And I think (laughs) together we have, we have, yeah, we have uh, hearkened back to our ancestors. We've just had some fun looking back into some more old fashioned ways of doing things. And it's caused both of us to look back at some of our ancestry and, my grandma is a is full Danish immigrant from Denmark, and um, I have had a lot of fun looking at some reading some books on Scandinavian parenting, and mm. and it's really resonated with me some some ideas. And um, in Scandinavian countries, they are really big on magic and imagination. I grew up with a fairy garden because that's what my mom grew up with. It's mm. something that they do a lot over there. Um, just a magical little thing to create for your kids. Um, and studies have literally proven that having believing in magic as a kid creates more well-rounded, optimistic, imaginative, creative adults. Right. Um, because, of course, we all learn that magic isn't real and we all grow up at some point. And so what what harm does it really do as a kid to believe in magic other than create a more imaginative, creative person? Yeah, well, I, I think that any well-rounded adult, it's very important to remain creative. There's a lot of psychology behind that. Every person is creative inside in some way or another. And it, it harkens back to being a child. Mm-hmm. And I agree with, I haven't, I have not... Uh, had as deep of a dive into the Scandinavian culture, but it's been really cool to see you talk about some of these things because I think there's a lot of value to it. The innocence and the magic of childhood is an extremely important part of development, I think. And I think it sets you up for being a positive, optimistic person. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and it sets you up to be a more faithful person and not everyone listening has a faith that they that they that they stand by but um for me i do and you do as well and we do have a faith um a a faith basis and i think starting out young and having belief in things that Mm -hmm. are not seen is a really good basis for developing faith and and understanding what it is yeah on even i mean like you can mention even listeners that don't necessarily have a faith it's still important to do that to develop a faith in principles. It's mm-hmm. important to do that to understand that decency matters. That because well, you know what's the point of being good if there isn't, you know, goodness all around you. And mm-hmm. I think it's a if you teach children that being imaginative and there's good people and these good magic people around, I do think it can cultivate that mm-hmm. understanding of mm-hmm. the importance of being decent, right? And yeah. giving magic to others. Just because you're in on the trick doesn't mean you can't grant it to other people. Right. We do that as adults. I mean, giving someone a surprise gift or, you know, helping someone in need, that's magic yeah. in and of itself, right? That is real life magic. Mm-hmm. I think the last thing I would say is like, I've just realized like our son turned five this year. Yeah. Those five years went by lightning it fast. It was insane. Like it feels yeah. like one year amount of time and it was five. And yeah. I just think we both kind of looked at each other and we're like, whoa, five years down, 13 to go. Yeah. And before he's gone. And I think we just realized like childhood is so fleeting mm-hmm. and we just want to preserve that for them as much as we can. Well, and it's, it's kind of heartbreaking for me to think that that, mm-hmm. that means two, maybe three Christmases with Santa and, and probably one or two more years of believing and loving, looking up to Mickey Mouse as your hero. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh, so sweet. And so it just fast. goes so fast. So fast. I hate it. <laughs> okay. So, so yes, we do now our kids 
our kids believe in Santa, um, and it's really cute. It's fun. They, we do a one gift from Santa, whatever they ask him for, and we fill their stockings are from Santa as well. Mm-hmm. And the rest is from us because we want the credit because we're selfish. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happens is we plan one, but then I have, I think because I grew up with uh, uh, my parents, we would do nothing for the whole year and I'd save a bunch of money and then just do a bunch on Christmas. And so I have this like giving heart during Christmas for everyone, not just my family. I want to like give as much as I can. So we always plan for one, but then I always sneak a couple. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a few more. But yeah, we like, I, and, and the point of giving gifts at Christmas time is to think about, you know, for us, our Christian faith that Jesus Christ is, it was a gift. And so we give gifts in remembrance of him. And so I do like us giving our kids gifts and being like, Hey, we love you. We gave this to you, you know? Yeah. Well, and Santa, Santa's also really good leverage. (laughs) Yeah. He's a really good incentive to get your kids to behave to to bed for the month stop, of December. Stop. Better not pout. Yeah. Better not pout. You better not cry. Yeah. You know. They know that song very, very well. <laughs> I will say the one thing we don't do that a lot of people do is the elf. Elf on the shelf. And I I don't really ever see well, us I, wanting we, to we do that. We didn't grow up with it. I don't, I, I don't understand it fully. I guess it's kind of fun. It's like magical. It's fun, thing. but it, to me it's like a lot of work. Yeah. You have to move the elf every night. I could move the elf every night. But I just think it's like they, they see lots of different elves. Like there's the human elves on the shows that they see. And then that one doesn't like really talk. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we might be missing out. Maybe we are. I don't know. Tell I us just how feel we're like missing out. I have heard. DM Marin and tell her we're missing out. I have heard from most of my friends that you instantly regret the elf once you start. Because once <laughs> you start it... You're held to it for yeah. the whole time and yeah. for years to come. Like, well, I think you just throw a curveball. Like I wouldn't say, "Well, the elf had to go home." <laughs> <laughs> the elf, the elf just—he got tired and he go sleep. <laughs> I I saw a genius thing last year during COVID where they put the elf in a jar. <laughs> and they were like, Elf is on a two-week quarantine. He's going to stay in this jar. So they didn't move it for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. There's a lot of fun traditions, though. I've, I have some friends that um, like to spread Christmas. They're, they get got so tired of waiting until Christmas Day. So they like to spread Christmas out through the whole month. They start giving little presents out mm. from under the tree every day of December. That mm. sound That sounds amazing. <laughs> I think that's a lot. That's See, a lot. See, but for me, the the thing I love about Christmas is the building anticipation. Yeah, I think the anticipation. Like I like fun. the anticipation leading up, leading up, and then Christmas Eve, and then Christmas morning. It's, and it's like super fun. It's here. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. But it's super fun. We've also made Christmas Eve a very special time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I did have that on here at some point. How we were going to talk about it's Christmas the next, Eve. It's the next thing. It is? Yes. Go back up. Nativity dinner is the next item. Oh. I gave you the <laughs> ultimate segue. So something that we started on our own was a nativity dinner. Yeah. Because we, we really do want Christmas to be about Christ. And so we wanted to figure out a creative way to make sure that we kept that there aside from just reading the scriptures and so um i can't remember who originally got the idea but we got an idea to have evolved a candlelight dinner um really special candlelight dinner on christmas eve just us and the kids and a few years ago i set the nativity out Mm -hmm. on the dinner table as like the centerpiece and we did a little activity with our little kids passing the baby Jesus around and sharing like how we saw Jesus in our life that year or why we were grateful for Jesus, just yeah. each kind of sharing our testimony of him. And it was really sweet. It was really cute. Both of us shed a tear and we were like, we have to do this every year. It's kind of in lieu of like acting out the nativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For us, I, I think acting out's fun. I just think that's kind of what evolved. Like we liked doing Christmas dinner. We liked going through the nativity story, but then it kind of combined together in a, a really sweet, mm-hmm. very spiritual um, 
way. It's, it's really and we nice. did we do read the yep. story from the scriptures during dinner. Yep. And having it by candlelight almost makes the kids like focus more on it, which mm-hmm. is really fun. So and that's it's always really sweet and we play like soft Christmas hymns in the background and this we can just feel that sweet Christmas spirit really strong. Yeah. And it's like it's a nice little cherry on top of the the day because we do a whole day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't I I am like Buddy the Elf during Christmas time. <laughs> I was dancing around the living room setting up the tree on November first. So yeah. I get so I as soon as Christmas <laughs> Eve hit, it's like, okay, it's time. And I gotta distract myself the whole day. And so we start out right in the morning. Yeah, we do. And that's that is a point I was gonna make is that both of us felt like it was important to us to bring in some of our favorite traditions from our own childhood, but that we also wanted to make some things our own. Yeah. So like from your childhood, we still open a new game on Christmas Eve. That's something yeah. your family always did. Yeah. And well, I think we both did the pajama thing. We both got new jammies on yeah. Christmas Eve. And for us, we read a special book at Chris- on Christmas Eve. So we do that, but we kind of decided to make it our own. So we like three years ago, I was like, let's open um, Christmas Eve jammies when we wake up on Christmas Eve morning and wear them all day. Yeah. Like wear our jammies all day. It'll be fun. And we got an all in our new jammies and went out to breakfast in our jammies. And our kids thought it was so funny <laughs> that we were going out to breakfast in our <laughs> in our jammies. Mm-hmm. And all of us did. Yep. Mom and dad and kids all in our jammies. And it was really fun. And so now we do that. We they come down Christmas Eve morning and open jammies and then we all go out for French toast for breakfast and it's really fun. It is fun. It is fun. Then yeah, well we we have a fun day and it's distracting. Get you mm-hmm. through the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and so we do that and then we um we come home, we open a new game, which is something Dallin's family did growing up which I think is so fun. Um, and then another fun tradition that we threw in that I threw in was I one year was like, I'm going to learn how to make gingerbread cookies <laughs> and I want to learn how to make like the best gingerbread yeah, cookies. You, it was a lovely year because you tried like 20 <laughs> recipes. We had so many gingerbread cookies in the house. I tried so many recipes and then I finally found one I liked and then I just kept tweaking it over and over again until I got it right. Mm-hmm. And now I think I have the best gingerbread recipe. And Share it in the link. Share so, it in the description. Oh, it's my special Down recipe, Dallin. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's patents on those kinds of things. So then the, the kids and I make and decorate gingerbread cookies, and that's what we leave out for Santa. And then we do um, our nativity dinner and our book and send the kids up to bed. Yeah. So we do on Christmas Eve. And so it's kind of a full day. Like almost Christmas Eve is like our day. Like that's our yeah. jam. It is. It's super, super fun. And honestly, it's, I think um, there's a, it'd be a whole episode to dive into how it's, you know, how you can make your own family traditions and balancing other family expectations. But we've been really defensive about making sure we have Christmas Eve and day to ourselves with our little family. And I've been really, it's been really fun. It's been really fun to create these traditions, bring some of them from both our families and create yeah, our own we new are thing. very protective of Christmas Eve yeah. and Christmas morning. Yeah, it's fun. Um, And we we do see our families. Dallin's family does several Christmas parties throughout the month and my mom does a Christmas party too, usually like the Sunday before Christmas and it's fun. We, yep. But yeah, that Christmas Eve and morning we try and hog to ourselves. So, um. The last thing I kind of want to talk about is like I have really and maybe it is again this like hailing back to like old fashioned things. But (laughs) I have really enjoyed finding really meaningful Christmas decorations and pieces Mm -hmm. that are that can almost be like heirlooms for our family to get passed down. Mm -hmm. Um, Dallin's great grandma, Oma, who passed away this year, who I was a giant fan of. (laughs) Um, I love her. It's hard not to be. Yeah, she's wonderful. She she had a Christmas village and mm-hmm. um like 2 years ago we were helping her. We went over and helped her set up her Christmas village and I was like, "Oh my gosh. When mm-hmm. I'm a grandma, I want to have a Christmas village in my house." So, well, we have to start it now. 
Yep. So we started collecting a Christmas village and that has been so fun. And I really look forward to like our kids growing up with that, even though it's like kind of a grandma thing to have. <laughs> um, I think it's kind of fun. It's fun. I have a piece to it every year. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think that it's fun. It's fun to uh, watch your obsession with cottages and gingerbread cookies and Christmas villages. I won't say that you're becoming a grandmother already, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, it has been fun. <laughs> I'm basically 85 years old. Dallin's like the other night was like, it really shocks me how bad you are at technology. And I was like, yeah, no, you're I like, really I think- don't like using my phone. <laughs> <laughs> How do I take a picture? Oh man! Yeah. Um, it's and okay. And then Dallin's idea he had a while ago, a few years back, was to start collecting different unique nativity sets. Yes. And um, he's kind of been the one that actually, you're the one that really kind of finds them. Every I year. know. Yeah, yeah. I really like art, mm-hmm. and I like unique art, and so we kind of started out with some. Um, you know, that were easy to find. But now it's like, I feel like I'm always on a hunt every year. I'm like, okay, let's go to like the little, like, yeah. not carnival, you know, what are they called? Fest- festivals, fairs, fairs and we festivals. We always find a Christmas fair. Go and find an artist and get one of those unique ones. They're, mm-hmm. they're fun. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. Yeah. And our two-year-old may have broken... Don't remind me nativities this year. Which <laughs> My favorite one. Oh, it was so cool looking. Yeah, she broke it. It's okay. She's sweet. Yeah. She's a sassy little little girl. It's just things, but it's just things. It's okay. It literally cannot be replaced. It's impossible to replace, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, before we keep going, I want to tell you guys about something. Okay, let's move on. So. Now I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of the general why for us, um, for traditions in general, like experiences and why, why are these things important to us? Why do we go all out for holidays and why, Mm. um, why is it important for us to make meaningful memories in general, you know? Yeah. Because we could just be like, bah humbug, who cares? But why do we care? You know what I mean? I think that most people care about creating traditions, and yeah, I think it. I agree. It hones back to that. Uh, it hon- It goes back to that. Our all of us believing in childhood. We all have things from growing up. No matter where we come from, or the difficult things we've gone through, there's always little things that we hold on to as children because we see magic everywhere. We see wonderful things everywhere, and so I think all of us have this desire to create those for our children because we believe in childhood and I think for us um I don't know like I feel like it's important that like everything that we've learned late in life to teach your children early the principles for example that things don't matter right Mm -hmm. um they really don't and I I feel like I for a long time was very um possessive and concerned I think late childhood, teenage, early adulthood, all that stuff, really concerned with things, wanting to have a bunch of stuff and would kind of be a little bit of a packer. I guess I kind of still am. But <laughs> the, the one room of our house that we are in right now the, is the room yeah. with a bunch of crap bunch in of it. stuff in here. But I don't it's know. It's your I, office. <laughs> it's mine. I know. It's pathetic. But I do think it's just, it's, it, we found that the memories that we form with our children are far more valuable than buying something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know, like a few episodes back, Eden and I talked about some hard things we've gone through that have caused us to, to treasure motherhood more. And I just think that, I mean, behind the scenes of both of those stories is our husbands and how that's affected our families. And I think yep. when you go through... Um, trials and when you realize how fragile life really is mm-hmm. um, collecting memories becomes a lot more important than collecting things and um, we we kind of just made that our motto in 2020 we went through a rough year and we yeah. um, ended up kind of taking a leap of faith and backing out of a house we'd been building and staying in an Airbnb for the summer and yep. trying to figure out where we were supposed to go and um Anyway, we kind of just made that our motto. All of our stuff was in storage. We didn't have any of our stuff 
So we just were like, okay, we're just going to have a bunch of fun experiences. And we just kind of started traveling a bunch and camping a bunch. And um, I think we just realized that making memories made us a lot more happy than like buying things. Well, I have a quote from (laughs) honing back to me becoming a a cowboy from the turn of the century. (laughs) Walt Whitman has a quote I really love. He says, keep your face always towards the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. I think that we've been through a lot of things, a ridiculous amount of things. And I, I think you give a sense to your listeners, but I, I think they need to know from my perspective just how extremely strong you are and how um, difficult a lot of these challenges have been the past year and just how much optimism you keep carrying. And I think part of the way that we've done that is facing ourselves towards the sunshine, letting those shadows fall behind us look towards fun meaningful things to do with your family it's Mm -hmm. like it's the best medicine that you could ever could ever have life is inevitably hard right but i i think finding joy in little things like that is the key i mean you mentioned that period of time we went to the airbnb which was super important for us i think in healing to do that You, you spent like almost every day hiking somewhere Mm-hmm. with the kids yeah and like i think of that summer too and just man the experiences that we had just going outside and doing stuff mm-hmm. with them in nature it was just uh, it was transformative for sure yeah i mean we camped every weekend i think it was so yeah. much fun and the kids and i did 50 hikes that yeah. was my goal and we did 50 hikes. we repeated them a lot but i took the kids hiking 50 times and um it's actually like 54 times, but it was really, really fun. And I think we just realized like those were the things that were way more important to us yeah. than anything else. Yeah. Well, and I think we learned that because <clears throat> we made an, we made an active effort. We, yeah, we made an act, active effort <laughs> to simplify and got rid of a lot of stuff and just, you know, focused mm-hmm. in on our family and learned a ton. I learned so much from doing that. And I think that it was a crucial lesson to learn that just yeah things are fleeting things come and go get old but experiences stay with you forever yeah yeah collecting memories is is really the thing to collect and it was free i (laughs) know that at least it was yeah pretty much i mean in 2020 was a great year to go to like national parks because most of them were free during 2020 so we saw a bunch of national parks it was fun i totally recommend it like Spend a summer going to all the national parks that are close to you um, and like camping. And I just think it really does just change you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So in general, I feel like that applies to holidays. Like I I don't know. And I I am a little bit of a bah humbug with some holidays for sure. (laughs) Um, Yes. (laughs) Halloween is not. Halloween is wonderful. (laughs) And you do not like Halloween. I don't like Halloween. I never have. But But you have a little boy that's obsessed with it. I do. And so that's the thing, too, is that like we kind of hit on this, but you really only have 18. Yeah holidays with each kid Mm -hmm. 18 halloweens 18 christmases and when you look at it that way it's kind of depressing how how few you have so that has shifted my attitude like yeah i don't like halloween i don't love trick-or-treating i don't like spooky things yeah but i have a little boy who loves it Mm -hmm. and i only have so many with him so uh, this halloween i'm like okay we're gonna dive in i'm actually gonna go trick-or-treating with (laughs) you guys this year and i actually really enjoyed myself and that is another really precious memory I get to keep forever. Yeah. And I think we feel the same way about Christmas. Like, it's just, why do all this stuff, really? And, you know, ultimately, if you just sit home and and think about Jesus Christ, then you still had a, a magical Christmas. But I think we just really enjoy, genuinely, we just really enjoy, like, all these memories we get well, to make. Well, and I'm going to put you on the spot. You might, this might be a horrible illustration because you have a crazy memory, but I would ask, like, name every gift you've been given for Christmas since the beginning of your childhood. I highly doubt you can do that. Yeah, no. Be, but I can say, tell me something that you remember 
feeling or experiencing from every Christmas, and you're going to be able to tell me that. Yeah. There's something extremely impactful from even just feeling the holiday spirit in Mm -hmm. our home. And I think it's extremely difficult to be present sometimes, especially during stressful times, especially during times of trial. But the holidays are a wonderful time to become fully present and aware and spend time with your kids. I I mean, like a, a few days ago, we had a holiday work party that was coming up. And we couldn't find a babysitter. And I was starting to feel frustrated that I, we couldn't find a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Feeling all stressed about it. Um, and then I looked outside and we had had a lot of snow. And our boys really, really wanted to sled mm-hmm. in our backyard. Mm-hmm. And I took a second. I took a deep breath and brought myself back present and home. Let that stress fade away and not worry about it anymore and decided... I'm going to go outside and I'm going to go sled with these with these little boys. And Marin came out and Emmy came out and Emmy got cold in like 20 seconds and Marin yeah. brought her back inside. <laughs> but I felt myself travel back in time. I got I got so into that moment. I played out there with them for 2 hours or so. Mm-hmm. I just I was I had the time of my life. Yeah. And it's like I couldn't buy that. And the thing about that, too, is that we get to have these fun memories. Like, you get to have that fun memory of sledding. Yeah. But more importantly is, like, that was a gift you gave to our boys. Mm -hmm. That when they're older, they're going to be like, I remember this one time. It was our first snowfall in our house as a kid. And my dad took us out back and sledded with us down the hill. And that's a gift that we get a gift to them. Oh, I I could start crying. I'm not going to do that on your podcast on the first episode (laughs) on here. I got to be careful. But I feel like I'm going to look back on doing that with so much emotion. Like. I'm going to, if on my deathbed, they're going to say, what is, if you could do anything right now, what's it going to be? And it would probably be something like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I loved that. I loved looking out the window and seeing you guys doing that. And I made soup and you guys came inside and it was like, I don't know. That was just awesome. I loved that. I love making memories like that together as a family. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, Okay. Um, to close out, let's just talk for a minute about some meaningful gift ideas. Um, cause we just, you know, talked about (laughs) experiences, not things, Yeah. but both of us do really enjoy giving gifts. Oh, I love it. That's something we love to do. I love it. Probably to a fault. Um, and, but, but I do know that since we kind of got rid of a bunch of stuff and, um, saw, how much kid toys add up and how much a lot of them don't get oh, yeah. played with. Um, we've tried to be more thoughtful about like the toys that we get for the kids and try and get toys that keep on giving. Yeah. Rather than the toys that they just play with for a day and then like yeah. it falls into the they, they sometimes become just kind of a waste. <laughs> we've, we've had experience with, uh, with a lot of varying kinds of things, experimenting a little bit with what they play with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for sure. I think... First and foremost, before we go into like what what specifically uh, we like to get, I think there are some things that I get bamboozled by almost every year, and I have not done it this year. And that is, I see a big thing, like I see like a like a, and it's like a cheap big like car or something at Walmart that's yeah. like four dollars, but it's huge. <laughs> like I, it's like the bigger the better, and I just want to buy like giant things mm-hmm. and like oh I can spend. Twelve dollars and get three huge things. Well, just things. like the wow factor I know. of coming out. Like, oh, print. I want them to be blown away yeah. by the. I oh, I am ridiculous. I love. Which is funny. You get that from your parents I because do. your parents gave us a giant Lightning McQueen toy. When Hudson was one or two. When Hudson was two. <laughs> yeah, you definitely get that from them. I do, and so, but I've learned. <laughs> I've learned that they like it for twenty seconds. Uh-huh. Right, and then it's like, well. Well, I guess maybe they'd still like it, but if you do that enough times, you'd have no room to store the things. Yeah. And we always inevitably end up either selling or giving those things away. And so I do think that um, the way I have curbed that is by 
focusing in on how they play, watching how they play. One of the things I've noticed <coughs> is that there's certain like characters or heroes they look up to, like heroes even being like police and firefighters or something, mm-hmm. or even characters from a show. And if you could just get those cheap little figurines, like they they play with those things for hours, hours and hours, hours yeah. and hours and hours. Yeah, imaginative play mm-hmm. is huge, an open ended play. Yeah, um, like things that they can just imagine with forever and ever. So this year, the big gift for the kids is that. Turn off the podcast, Hudson. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry, I have a cough. Um, Emmy's getting a kitchen, but really they're all getting a kitchen, um, which is something they've wanted for a long time. And for whatever reason, we haven't done it. So we're really excited for that this year. And then I also found um, like a store toy. It's like a... Like a checkout stand, like a grocery store. So those are going to be like the big gifts that they get this year. And I'm so excited for it because I know that literally that's going to be like hours and hours and hours and days and days of play. I guess I did did just literally say not to get anything big. And then you just mentioned a store. Well, the difference uh, is these are. It's an environment. You're giving them an environment. Well, these are open ended toys. Um, And you should mention that they were they were very inexpensive. You can get them even used on. Like yeah. KSL oh, yeah. Or you Facebook Marketplace. Used. Yeah. You don't have to go and spend like an absorbent amount of money. In fact, the kitchen we bought new, but the mark, the grocery thing I found used. So, you know, and that was just a whim. Like yeah. I saw that thing listed and it was like in new condition. And I was like, oh, the kids would love that. Yeah. So I like to find really open ended toys like that mm-hmm. that promote like a lot of imagination yeah creative long-term creative play i mean because again kids just want to create stuff mm-hmm. it's so impressive to watch them create these worlds and you give them a character like a figurine you give them an environment like a, a store and another thing too is if you give them tools like if you like legos mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. matter the gender of the child they will <coughs> be obsessed with those things yeah there are a few toys that I always every time anyone's like what should I get my child mm-hmm. I'm like Legos or Magnetiles Magnetiles, yep. magnetiles um, you can't swallow and choke yeah on, so. we did Magnetiles last year mm-hmm. that is the gift that keeps on giving I'm telling you Magnetiles are where it's at like yeah. our kids still play with Magnetiles every day mm-hmm. it's the type of toy they can incorporate with other toys yeah. like they'll build a house with the magnetiles and then they're they're or they'll build like a car wash with it and then they yeah. drive their hot wheels cars through it like it's such a great toy if you don't have yeah. magnetiles or picasso tiles or whatever the off there's a lot is. and there's a lot of things like it right? yeah or even just like those duplo blocks and the mm-hmm. the mega blocks like any type of building Lincoln toy logs. yeah yeah any type of building toy emmy loves those just too the best yeah. yeah she loves bringing her rellas to those things Yep. So now our boys are old enough that they really like Legos. And so we've kind of moved into the Lego world and they're getting some Lego sets for Christmas this year, too. Yep, they are. Also, you love you. I I am inspired by your love of books and how much you are instilling that in our kids. Yeah, you love getting them special books every year for Christmas, too. I am a believer that you can never have too many books. Yeah. well, and you've made it so they, they get excited. I don't think as a kid I would be excited to open a book, but they mm-hmm. sure are. They love They books. love opening a book. I really think our kids will lo- love reading as much as we exemplify to sure. them to love reading mm-hmm. when we're excited about books and reading. Yeah. And also reading to our kids is something that we really like to do. And so mm-hmm. for our kids, I think when they... Like when our kids get a book, when Hudson goes to the library on Mondays at school and he comes home, he's like, first thing, pulls it out of his backpack and he's like, mom, can you read this to me? Yeah. Because for them, I think that's a moment to like bond with us is right. for us to read to them. And so that's another reason why I love giving each kid like five books at mm-hmm. Christmas because that's like hours of bonding time with us and them and memory making together reading together and this year um i tried to pick out a bunch of books that i grew up reading Mm -hmm. um a bunch of classic books like the seven silly eaters and um what else did i get like the paper bag princess and 
um, Fox and Socks. And we, I tried to get a bunch of like really classic books because I think we'll have a blast reading reading those. Yeah, they will. The They'll love it. Now, I guess another thing, <clears throat> I, we're not giving this to them, but another idea is just art stuff like crayons and coloring books mm-hmm. and paper. Like one of the things I'm surprised by how much they like when we get them is they're just cheap. Like get a dollar box of crayons and you get, you know, a dollar or two dollar notebook mm-hmm. that's empty. Mm-hmm. They could, they love those. It's like their own book. They get to write a book and mm-hmm. color in it however they want. It's, I don't know. It's yeah. fun. Kids yeah. are so creative. You just let them be creative. Take away the distractions though, right? I guess that's the hard part is I think we've been really adamant, both of you, both me and you about removing a lot of the technology and distractions that can get in the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how these things would compete with, you know, an iPad or something like that. Probably not well. But I do think that there's inside every child is the drive to be creative. And if you give yeah. them the opportunity to, they'll do it. I mean, it's funny. Last Christmas, we were just wandering through Walmart like the day before Christmas. Yeah. Looking at stuff that was like on sale. And I grabbed some Magna Doodles. Mm-hmm. Like the the ones from the 90s. Like mm-hmm. you draw on it and then you swipe the thing across and Love it those. erases it. Yeah. And I, they were cheap. They were like five bucks. And I was like, okay, let's just go. Let's just throw those in. One for each kid. There is not a more used toy. I know they love in our those house. things. They bring, they bring them in, in the, the car. car. Yeah, they bring them all over the house. They bring yeah. them to church. They bring them they love everywhere. They yeah. love their magnetodels, and um, so like that's like our my gift now when I go to birthdays parties is a magnet doodle. No. And it's so funny. They probably open. It's like Mary brought a magnet <laughs> It's the lamest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but it's so open-ended and they can just draw for hours and hours because they can just erase it and then draw again. And so um, that's a really great gift to throw in if you're looking for something cheap yeah. and cheap, but keeps on giving forever. It will give forever. The one thing I would say to never get that's classic toys, a light bright. <laughs> I got those for all of our kids. They love them, but if I have to clean up those tiny they little plastic really pegs ever up. again, oh my goodness, those things are awful. That's like the toy that I keep hidden away. Yeah. Because oh, cleaning please, those please things don't. up is so. It's like the same with like the moon sand. Because like I know I'm not when a I, moon sand. Guy. When I pull it out, it's so fun, but cleaning it up is miserable. It's a disaster. Yeah. It's a disaster. I'd rather clean up play doh for sure. Yeah. Remember, yeah, I, yeah. Um, the last thing I didn't write down, but our kids are getting several games this year, and I am a believer in always giving, um, games for Christmas. Yeah, we're big board game people. Um, because that is also a gift that's an experience. That's a yeah. gift that's a memory. It's fun. Um, so like our kids are getting hungry hippos and shoots and ladders and perfection I think. well and it teaches them life lessons like dad will always beat you at games <laughs> <laughs> i have no mercy yeah. i will win the hungry hippo that is true <laughs> so yeah games are games are always a winner in my book yep so there's some some gift ideas for your kids um any other gift ideas in general dallin um, I think I could ramble probably for an hour about spouse gifts and stuff. I won't get into all that, though, because this is the Mamahood podcast, and we're talking about motherhood. <laughs> I'm an expert in motherhood. <laughs> I'm amazed. If anyone has made it this far in listening to me talk, it's I'm very impressed. Yeah, I mean... I think you've done a good job. I tried my very best. I, I tried to take notes. I listened to your best guests. You know, I tried I tried to <laughs> at least somewhat measure up. <laughs> you've done good. I've tried. Um, I will just throw in the last thing I wrote down. My go-to gift for anybody. Mom, dad, siblings, spouse, friends is an art piece. And Yeah, art is wonderful. There's so many good artists out there and there's so many little shops and there's so many Etsy creators. Like there's something to me about purchasing something um, that's one of a kind or that is handmade or that's supporting a small business. And so my go to for gift giving is to buy small shop, small, buy a piece of art 
um, a meaningful piece of art. Etsy is like the most wonderful place ever. And so that's, I guess I'll just throw that in as my last little. I did. I did just think though, we are talking to mothers and if there's, there's one thing that a lot of mothers have to deal with, it's extremely confusing husbands and we're very hard to shop for, for Christmas time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I will say that, uh, if there's one thing I've communicated to you, it's that we are grown children and that every <laughs> man that I know and work with, if you see some sort of uh knickknack or like fun little toy, you know, like right now, what's really popular this season are these little like balls that are um, drones. You push a button and like flies around the room. It's like a boomerang. It, they're awesome. <laughs> You got me that remote control car one time that drove on the wall. Uh I'm just a child. I I love that stuff. I mean, I will say this. I've given this piece of advice to a few different people and they've been like, whoa. Because I remember one year, like several years ago, you said you missed like being a kid, waking up on Christmas morning and having like a toy. Like, Like something to do. Play with something. And so I started getting you like Lego sets. To actually mm-hmm. like put grown to, up ones <laughs> put together, yeah. That or I think another example of that is it's something that you can do like a dartboard, yeah, or like a, just like a silly electronic you can play with mm-hmm. for a little bit. Like you got like a drone mm-hmm. or something, a mm-hmm. cheap drone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's we're just grown children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with giving your husband something they can play with. No, no, you can't. <laughs> or a gift card. <laughs> Either way, it works great. Yeah, or a gift card. All right. Well, I think that's all. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's save these Merry people Christmas. from their misery. Um, next week we're just going to be airing a replay of a past Christmas episode, taking the week off. So, yep. Merry Christmas. Um, we hope you all have a wonderful Christmas season. We're excited for what's ahead for the podcast, and we've got some great content coming for. But we hope you enjoy your families and. Um, Come and find us uh, at the dot mamahood on Instagram and reach out and connect with us in real life and scroll down and leave a review if you enjoyed this episode. And we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you later. I love that. <laughs> <laughs>